Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Russ Rants Podcast. Seriously, I appreciate it. If you're wondering what this podcast is all about, really, it's, it's about you. It's for you. It's about having conversations with ordinary people and yet hearing their extraordinary stories. It's a platform that hopefully challenges you to challenge yourself to change and improve. Without further ado, here's the rant. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Russ Rants podcast. Now, I need to preface something here. I want to introduce our guest, but before I do that, I just want to say how I think I say this about most guests, but this one's particularly special. Why? I have never met this gentleman in my life. I don't think he's a loose cannon. He sounds genuinely nice, uh, and he's definitely got a crazy story I want you guys to hear. But this guest is not... He's probably the farthest guest I'm probably ever going to have. Uh, he is right now residing in Japan. Uh, he is the owner, founder. I know we discussed owner, but he's the owner of this wonderful company called Assortment Gallery. It caught my eye on Instagram a few months ago, and I thought he was just a really cool personality. I reached out to him uh, about some of his products, and we just got to talking about the podcast. I would like to introduce to this episode of the Rush Rhymes podcast the owner of Assortment Gallery, John Overstreet. John, thank you so very much for doing just a huge favor and being awesome and coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. No problem, Russ. Uh, thank you for having me. No, of course, man. Of course. And I got to say, now I got to clarify to all you guys because you guys just think, oh, man, this is cool. I already hear a bit of an accent. I'm from Canada, obviously. John is not. But, you know, being in Japan, uh, he's also doing me a huge favor time wise because, sorry, John, what time is it over there again? It is uh, 4 30 a.m. Oh, man. And now I get it that you're the owner of your own company and stuff like that, and sacrifices must be made. But seriously, man, you're doing me a huge favor. So I hope you guys really give him some love. He is the owner of Assortment Gallery, established in 2017, and we have him here on the show today to really discuss his story because startups and companies are hard. Also, moving countries is hard. So, John, I don't really know a lot about you other than what kind of we've discussed on Instagram and kind of what direction, you know, we've kind of gone through in some of our, you know, upfront talks. But do you mind just sharing with the listeners of the Russ Rants podcast, who is John Overstreet? Where, where did you come from and how on earth are you running your own kind of clothing and accessories company? What's going on here? Okay, well, um, so I guess I'll probably start off with uh, the reason why I'm why I am living in Japan yeah. is because I was stationed over here uh, when I was in the military. Uh, and so I ended up staying out here uh, once I, you know, had finished my time. Um, and so while I was out here, so first off, so I always kind of wanted to start my own company, uh, you know, but of course, you know, things kind of went into a different direction. So I, you know, I joined the military and, when I was stationed out here, I liked it out here. And so I noticed, you know, how, uh, I won't say it was, it's become easier to kind of start a business, but you know, nowadays with the internet and all of that, uh, I noticed that it was sort of easier to kind of get into starting your own company. So that's kind of how I really got into it, you know? So I ended up, you know, just starting my own website, uh, and began to sort of reach out to other individuals, uh, you know, for ideas on the business name, uh, and just just really just starting to just get this whole thing started. Mm. Uh, I mean, obviously, it got started in 2017, so I'm still in fairly new 
company. Um, but uh, it's it's been sort of a journey. Sure. Just just really trying to get this thing off the ground. Yep. So that is why I'm in Japan. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 John. So so let me ask you this. So you've been state. You were in the military. Let's give a bit of backstory because yeah. then I I think it'll probably kind of speak for itself. Where it kind of your your journey took a turn, but. You you were stationed. Where did you enter the military right after high school? Where, was it a career choice afterwards? What kind of got you there, and then stationed you in Japan? If you don't mind, just paint a little bit of a background so that we can kind of discuss uh, where you are today. Obviously, yeah, uh, yes. So I had joined straight out of high school. Um, so I am from uh, Georgia. Nice. Uh, yep. All right. Yep, I am from Savannah, Georgia. And so I joined straight out of middle, uh, so that so I joined straight out of uh, high school, you know. So pretty much just like every young person, uh, I was looking to do something other than the traditional, you know, finish high school, go to college, get a degree. Uh, I was looking to travel the world, uh, so I, you know, joined joined the military straight out of high school, and my first duty station was in Japan. Uh, once I was done with Japan, I came back stateside and I, you know, kind of still missed, uh, missed this country. So Mm. I got on it again and ended up sort of just hanging around. Uh, and of course everything else is history. So while I was out here, that is when I really started to do a little bit more research on my passion, which was to one day start a business, uh, Originally, my business idea was supposed to be a bit more simple. Uh, I was going to just just sell some shirts, you know. So, like, my dream was to just sell some shirts and this thing sort of... Kind of start kinda simple. Kind of a little initial gradual yeah. kind of thing? Yes, yes. Well, uh, I wouldn't even say that it was supposed to be gradual. It was just supposed to be, I'm going to just sell some T-shirts. I mean, that was that was a big dream. It was like, oh, I'm going to just sell some T-shirts. Really? That's awesome, <laughs> so, man. Okay. Yeah, that was it. So, uh, and so once I dug a little bit deeper into this, and then of course there was more and more things that I wanted to do with it. And right now, there's a whole lot more stuff that I really want to do with it. Uh, but of course, all, all that takes time. But yeah, uh, pretty much exactly how this sort of really morphed into what it is right now. Well, and I, I want to talk to you about it because, like I said, the the thing that again, this is so random, and I love it. I love Instagram. Like you said, the world has gotten a lot smaller where you're able to kind of build your brand and your, your business from wherever. I mean, I see your products here online. I love your website, by the way. I love that it's simple, but also that it's it's easy to navigate. Um, if you guys ever want to check it out, I would like you guys to show uh, some Russ Rant's love to John Overstreet uh, at Assortment Gallery. You can go to his website, which is www.assortment, that's A-S-S-O-R-T-M-E-N-T, dash gallery.com and you'll see all of his really cool products but i remember when when i first asked you about your products john we obviously we didn't know each other and you just thought i was this random guy thankfully you're being very nice and professional i was just asking like hey i see everything's black and white nice and simple uh, and yet it, it talks about i i was reading your kind of about us page and some of the other products and you really try to emphasize on be yourself you were born different. We, you know, we, we thrive on the search of finding and expressing our differences. So obviously it wasn't just you starting your business and just starting out with some shirts. There's a little bit more oomph in the background. What, as this has evolved, obviously it's been two years now, you know, what, what kind of has this evolved into aside from more products, which we can get into, 
but you've definitely tried to put an identity behind the logo where so many people try to ride on dirt cheap prices or maybe on as many selections as possible. And yet you've kind of, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. You can let me know, John, but it feels like you've gone the other route where you're going a little bit more deliberate with what you're offering and you're very deliberate in your message. Is that on purpose? What was the thought process behind that? Well, uh, so during the uh, phases when I was sort of starting this thing, you know, again, it started out as a very simple idea. Um, and so as I was sort of working it, uh, uh, I noticed that a lot of, uh, I guess, individuals in my life, um, as I was talking to them about this, uh, I like a lot of them, they weren't really too keen on the idea of me starting my own business, you know, so Go I did a lot it. of soul. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I, so, I mean, so I sort of, sort of did like a lot of soul searching with it. Um, and then like, as I uh, began to progress with it, I started to notice that I was the only one that really believed in this idea. And so I guess that that is where I kind of got the concept of, you know, just be yourself. You know, uh, just do what makes you feel right, and so uh, I think that that's 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 kind of where it all sort of came from. You know, was just my different uh, sort of experiences, the journey to get get to where I'm at. I had to do a lot of uh, soul searching, uh, mm. and I guess like my brand, I'm just trying to just really just portray to people, hey. You know, that you only live once, uh, you know, just be the best you that you can be. Uh, and don't be afraid to sort of like really just just stand alone on a lot of uh, issues uh, such as, you know, the pursuit of your dreams. Hmm. Uh, so I wouldn't say that it was anything that I intentionally wanted to aim at. Uh, I think a lot of it is just natural evolution, uh, kind of. I mean, I, and as I, I kind of, like I said, I'm, I'm perusing through because this wasn't about, and I explained it to you at the beginning, John, and I just want you guys to know, remember the, here at the Restaurants Podcast, what we try to have is, is the conversation and kind of the reason why. I, I think, John, I, I think it's incredible that two years later, your website, like I said, I, I judge a lot by first appearances. I'm sure a lot of people would. I'm sure that that's what you, you're learning is that people aren't just going to you know click on the website once and it's going to be hard to maneuver or it's it's not going to be it doesn't look clean or healthy and then it's like well this was a big waste of time i don't get that yeah. approach from your website i don't get that approach from your brand but how what were some of the main hiccups some of the main learning curves you had to quickly adapt to uh, when you started out your business, does anything come to mind when you're like, all right, I'm starting my business. How do, what do I want to call myself? How am I going to reach people? What, what was kind of the thought processes behind that? All right. Well, uh, I, I would say first off, some of the major issues that I really came into contact with. Um, well, so first for starters, uh, getting a name for my business wasn't really as difficult as I thought it was going to be. I mean, obviously, it was not the first name that I wanted. Uh, I mean, so I always kind of had an idea of what I wanted my business name to be. And then once I looked it up, there were already businesses with that name. So obviously, I, I can't it. choose that. <laughs> you know, 
So the name wasn't really difficult. Uh, I would say, in fact, I kind of thought it up one day when I was just driving and it just sort of just, just popped up in my head. So I just sort of just ran with it. And like, luckily, uh, you know, the name wasn't taken. Uh, I would say some of the major issues that I came into would probably be um, just really figuring out how I was going to sort of run this idea. Um, so a lot of times um, for me, which I really don't know if this is anything else that like other people are really dealing with, but uh, during the beginning phases, you want so much to sort of build a brand that everyone is going to like, you know, so you mm. tend to really go through looking at what other people are doing and trying to mimic it. I mean, which, which is fine, but I think after a while, uh, it just became just very, very, very important to me that I sort of really just went, went my own way with this, you know, so it's very difficult to do that. Uh, I mean, so like, especially when you got other individuals in your life that don't really believe in what you're doing. So you're trying to build something that looks like something that other individuals would like. Uh, mm. So that was, that was very difficult for me to finally say, Hey, uh, none of this looks like anything that I would really be doing. So I'm going to build something that makes sense for me, which sort of just tells my story. Um, mm. And uh, I guess another issue that I had uh, starting this would uh, just be once you start pushing ads over social media, just some of the responses that you're getting back, you know, from people on your brand. I'm both the good and the bad, but like mostly the uh, negative comments. And so I would say for anybody, sure. uh, So I would, I would just say for anybody that's really trying to start a business, just be ready (laughs) You know, to know that mm. not everyone is going to really uh, be on your side with it, you know, and sure. you're not going to get, you know, great comments. Uh, that's that's a very difficult thing to really deal with. But, you know, if you believe in what you're doing, you know, so just kind of just keep pushing. it. Hmm. And I mean, I, I think that that's kind of also, again, John, what kind of drew me to your story is, I mean, first off, I didn't even know you were stationed overseas i didn't know you were in japan and you're you know you're a georgian in japan figuring out how to run a business i mean that if that doesn't sound like a movie in the making i don't know what is man that's just a lot of different things in in a in a common scenario but you've alluded to it a few times the thing that drew me to your story was kind of how you're just you're you're kind of learning as you go but yet you're also like this is what i am and this is what i want to continue to build on um, I, I don't have it up in front of me, but one of the first messages you sent me when I was just inquiring about your business is you're like, uh, was it, was it simplicity? I can't remember you. Cause you'll notice guys, when you go see assortment gallery, assortment dash gallery.com, uh, you know, John, your main branding is, is black and white or gray, black and white. It's very simple. It's very sleek. And there was something behind that. I can't remember if it was just about, um, what, do you mind? I don't want to ruin your brand. So like, what was kind of the definition behind that? Cause it, it was put pretty eloquently in the message. I can try to find it, but you, you've gone through so much and yet you knew kind of what you wanted right from the beginning, or did this look of your brand, you know, the AG and the sharp colors, was that something that's evolved only recently? Or was that right off the bat? You knew what John Overstreet's clothing brand was going to be. 
All right. Well, so for my logo, so I have uh, actually I have uh, two different logos. You know, so I have the full logo with the AG symbol, uh, with it saying like my company's name. You know, uh, and then I have the other logo where I just took just the components of the AG. Um, so, um, so pretty much above all, uh, it. It was always my goal to just have a very simple logo, you know, because my idea for my business was very simple to begin with, you know, because originally I just wanted to just do some T-shirts and, and that's it, you know. So I, I kind of stayed true to the idea of my simple mindset, I guess, uh, right. and then moved that into a much more elaborate sort of a setting. But I wanted to still keep that simple sort of a standard with it. Um, hmm. yeah, yeah, dope. But, uh, on my site, it just, uh, well, site, it says that I am dedicated to fulfilling self-expression through unique products. And it's just sort of what, what, what my whole, you know, goal has been. Sure. And I, I got it up here for, cause this is what also caught me, my attention. He says, my aim was to make something simple and unique. As you can yep. see, I choose black and white as my colors. In a market that's always seeking to be flamboyant, I wanted mm -hmm. to target folks that like to keep it simple. So obviously it's like, you know, you don't have to be someone you're not to right. stand out. So be you and keep it simple. It, it kind of feels like that's kind of generated the, the motivation behind your look. Would you, I mean, maybe that's too vague of a summary, but is that kind of the track that we're on? Yeah, yes, 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 exactly. Awesome. Awesome. So now you've also alluded it to before, and I, I wanted to kind of round back to it because you, you've made comments. And obviously this is a safe place, but at the same time, I, I'm not going to dig too far into your story, John, if it's just not worth it. But you, you talked about the adversity of, of loved ones or friends and family not understanding or not mm -hmm. getting why or being like, John, like, really, dude? Like, you, you want to do this? Like, what, what? You've had to obviously you hear those voices and you're in Japan. Do you have any family in Japan, first off? Secondly, how do you kind of maneuver? Because that's almost like a, a minefield you have to gracefully kind of walk through because you got to stick by your brand. You got to stick by your dreams. You're taking a shot. Like you said, John, at the very beginning, you only live once. Mm -hmm. But obviously, there's been times when people are like, John, this, this doesn't make sense, man. So how do you kind of still keep some of those relationships intact or at bay so they don't negatively affect you? And at the same time, keep that fire and keep that motivation to continue to evolve your brand. That seems like a really big a task to me. How do you do it? Well, uh, okay, so uh, first I would just ask the question about my family uh, over here in Japan. So I am married uh, and I do have kids, uh, you know, so they awesome. all live out here with me. Awesome. Um, but uh, as far as, you know, just sort of just being able to navigate through a lot of uh, a lot of the comments, and, you know, and a lot of uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm. Uh, negative comments, negative impact, effect, yeah. Uh, doubt. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, doubt. Uh, so uh, I, I would say, I guess, in the beginning of all of this, I really wanted a lot of people to really have my backing, uh, on it. And, uh, and I'm not going to say that it didn't bother me, but mm. with something that I had held off for so many years that I wanted to do, um, 
I think that that is what helped to push me a little bit more was like, you know, this is something that I wanted to do for several years and I kind of placed it on the back burner. Uh, and now I'm doing it. Um, it is a little bit more difficult uh, to do than I thought it was going to be. But I had to really get into the mindset that, hey, you waited long enough uh, and you have to just 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 sort of just keep yourself moving in the right direction with this. Um, hmm. Uh, hmm. I feel for every well, I'm not too sure about this uh, because I only know a couple of folks that are trying to start their own businesses. But I, I mean, but I do believe that most people that do uh, that there does come a time where you sort of just stop talking about it uh, and you sort really? of just, yeah, I, I do. Uh, I think that in the beginning. You're very, uh, you want to talk about it. You want to get people's backing. You're very happy about something that you're trying to start. Uh, and then after a while, once you find out that you're not getting the backing that you thought you were going to get, I believe a lot of individuals, they sort of just get into this frame of mind, like, all right, you know, so I know that I'm not going to get the backing that I want, you know, from certain individuals. So I'm going to sort of just really stop talking. Uh, really, really stop talking about it. And so I think mm. that that's where, I, where I'm at right now is not the fact that I'm not talking about it totally, but I'm not really, I'm not really as outgoing with individuals that I know are not going to really um, have, have, have anything positive to say about it. And it must feel different because, like you said, I mean, I, I know that I, I really am passionate and, and love hearing stories like yours because this is on my mind, not necessarily starting a business, but but making a brand or making a difference in the world and being deliberate about it. And yes. you're right. It, you kind of eventually get tired of explaining like, oh, what do you do, John? Or what are you interested in, Russ? It's like, oh, well, <laughs> I, I have, I, I, you know, and you're like, ah, like if I go down this road and I try to explain it, people are like, oh, really? You're starting, right. but how is it? You know, is it, and you're like, well, it's a work in progress. Oh, is it bad? No, it's not bad. It's just a work right. in progress. Uh, you know, and so, I mean, you kind of cherish those relationships or people that you do know would understand, but they're yeah. definitely far and few between. Have you been able to connect with anyone in Japan or just through social media, anyone that's kind of been on the same journey as you? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I mean, definitely. Uh, I, I would say uh, I would say every other week, you know, that I meet uh, just, just, just different individuals that are, you know, really – really out there really trying to start something um you know mm. so 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 one thing that i like really did not realize was just the number of number of individuals out there that are trying to start businesses uh, i mean there's right. a lot of people out there um and that was sort of one of the things that really scared me was that when i got out there i realized that there were so many people that were trying to start businesses and they were it's really so saturated Yes, it's really saturated. But what's even more scary is, is just the number of the uh, number of businesses that are failing every day that I didn't realize. No, uh, oh, I, mean, I see. Sure. Yeah. So and, and 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 so for very different reasons. Uh, I, I mean, businesses are failing all the time. You know, so I've met like a lot of individuals that they've tried to start businesses and and and, and so they 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 failed. Um, and a lot of it, I think it's because, uh, it's very tough, you know, for you to maintain something. Uh, and I think a lot of them 
kind of really crumble under the pressure of, you know, either A, their business is not really making what they wanted to make. Uh, they got family members and friends that are sort of not really on their side. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I guess it was very important for me to sort of try to analyze why other people's businesses were failing and, and to try to really, really avoid avoid that because uh i've seen a lot of the reasons why businesses are failing or it's it's not because you know the business isn't really bringing in what it needs bring in a lot of it is just uh people just end up just kind of just really tossing their dreams to the side so well and then let me let me point in that direction then john so what's kind of i mean i don't want you to give away your secret sauce but what has been working for you even it can be an idea it, you can say ideologically I, I refuse to do this or this but you, like you said you had to put in some work you know you're you're mm -hmm. you're a, a soldier what if you don't mind me asking really quickly this is a quick segue before i ask my yeah. main question but what what did you do in the military i, I want to know a little bit about that but we won't we won't dig there but what what was your positions oh yeah so uh i was in the navy um i was a os uh, os stands for operation specialist uh, nice so basically, you've probably seen those movies before where they're sitting in this dark room and they're looking at this radar screen and things of that nature, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you know, absolutely. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So that that was me. Yeah. Dang, man. Dang, man. Okay, okay. Well, we'll come back to that because I have some other questions near the end of the podcast. It's not necessarily about your career uh, in the military, but it's about the family dynamic and where you're at. So the, what I was going to ask, though, with – with doing the research t since 2017 and, and assessing, like you said, I can only imagine how overwhelming it would feel to be like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> it's, I, I'm so excited to start this business. I'm so excited to, to take this leap. And at the same time, I'm like, dang, that was my idea kind of, and he's already gone like that. I can't imagine being like, dang, you know, I see this guy. Oh, he's gone. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, what yeah. did you kind of learn or observe that says, man, in order to have longevity, I have to avoid these mistakes or I have to make sure I do the following. Was there anything that really caught your eye? I mean, we can all say establish your brand and stuff like that, but was there anything practical that you're like, dang, if I don't do this, I'm dead? Well, yeah. Um, so uh, originally my business was supposed to have a different name, but uh, I was about 15, 16 years too late. So, um, <laughs> oh, Dang it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so pretty much the biggest lesson that I learned was that if you want to do something, you know, go ahead and do it, you know, because, uh, time is not really on your side. Um, mm. yeah, you know, so just, 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 just gotta do, it. uh, you know, so maybe if I would have started 15, 16 years, uh, ago, I would have been in a very, very, very different position today. Um, okay. but, um, I don't know. I, I don't think I have any like like secrets. Uh, uh, I don't think I know anything that anyone else doesn't already know in terms of like not the business dynamics of running a business, but just getting it started up. And so I just like my biggest thing is to just do it. You know, um, sure. Uh, if if you so for me is if you don't know how to do something, you just do it and then you learn it along the way. 
you know, because you're not going to know how to do everything, you know, before you get into it, just sort of just, just jump into it. And that, that's a huge point then, John, just jumping into it. it. I mean, for my personality especially, and for those that have listened to the Restaurants podcast, you'll know through my previous episodes that I tend to put too much pressure and stress on myself. I, I mean, my personality type, John, I'm, I'm, I'm a performer. I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. I, I have to try to make something perfect the first time I try it. Otherwise, I feel too embarrassed or, right. or kind of scared to keep trying. And I've had to overcome that over the years, obviously. And I've gotten a lot better, hence the podcast and hence a few other things going on in my life. How did you kind of have the mentality when you approached it? And you're like, okay, I'm obviously not going to know everything. And when I find out I've done something wrong or I find out that I'm I'm not taking advantage of something, did that really ever bother you when you made a mistake or did you just kind of say, okay, there's a notch in my belt, don't do this, change direction? Like, How did you approach the inevitable, I'm going to use the word failures because they're little failures, right? But how did you approach those and then how did you deal with them and how do you not let that affect you? <clears throat> well, so uh, again, it... It took it took me several years to really uh, to really move into a direction of where I actually started doing uh, doing this. And to be honest with you, um, each step of this, I have been a bit afraid of doing something. So uh, just just re- just a really quick story. So sure, um, absolutely. So uh i can remember the first email that i sent out to some leads you know so i had these leads you know uh when i was doing like my facebook ads and and so so i so i had these leads and i'm over here building this email and it it must have took me about five days to send this one email because i was like uh i was just totally afraid i was like you know uh is everything in here spelled correctly does it look right uh, you know, are they going to open it? Uh, you know, are they going to email me back with, you know, with some nasty comments? And, and it, it took me five days to send out his email. And um, Oh, my man. <laughs> yeah. So when I finally sent it out, do you know what happened? No. What happened? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Oh. Yeah, you know, so... Um, and so that kind of taught me something. Um, and so I, I, I kind of like use this mind, mind state now is a lot of the initial things that you're doing, you're not going to get a response at all. Sure. You know, sure. Uh, you know, so like my store, when I first opened it up, I didn't get sales for months, you know, and like pretty much like my biggest fear was that if I open up this store, am I going to get too many sales that I can handle? You know, uh, and what happened was that when I opened it, nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. Mm. Uh, just like that email that I sent out, absolutely nothing happened. And so I started noticing that, like, the initial phases of doing something, you're not going to get a response. You're not going to get anything, you know, so you have time to sort of tweak your plan. Because, like, my biggest thing was, mm. like, what if I do something and it just to- totally screws everything up? And I noticed that that for the most part, uh, you're not gonna get. <clears throat> sorry. Uh, no, 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 that's fine. 
uh, that you're not going to get any sort of responses, you know, for the most part, uh, nothing's going to really happen. So you're going to have time to kind of go back in and, and take a second look at, at, at things. So I kind of, kind of use that beginning step. Cause like you said, I mean, for me, I know that many, and I, I'm going to touch on this, John, you can interject if you have any thoughts on it, but I mean, you know, anyone could have just been like, look, I just spent five whole days proofreading this email. This is huge. This is the beginning of my business. This is the beginning of trying to establish contact, establish my brand, get this thing really off the ground. I'm finally doing it, and nothing happens. Yes. And then you're like, well, if anything, what that shows me is that I have time to kind of figure out what's working, what isn't working. I just wrote down some notes here. You have time to tweak. Like, don't see it as a discouraging period of time in your business use it as a time to tweak because you know it's not going to gain momentum right away. If anything is well-built, it's going to take time, Yes. right? But, I mean, you have to have the right mentality, John, because I would think a lot of business ideas and business entrepreneurs that don't make it I, – I, I mean, I have a theory. Uh, sure, many of them are just suck at it. It's true, okay? They could just suck at it. But many of them are probably great, maybe great products or great entrepreneurs, but it's the mentality of perseverance or the mentality of this is I'm going to fail a lot. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it's it's going to happen. So rather like, I mean, you hit it right on the head. You're like, I mean, I could give up, but that's not what I'm going to do. I obviously know this doesn't work and it's going to be a while before this gets off the ground. I'm going to tweak it. I'm going to use this time to tweak. It. I mean, that's phenomenal. John, that is not the norm. A lot of people don't. They they think if everything doesn't go according to my plan at the very beginning, it's probably not worth it. Like, did you have a timeline or did you honestly say, look, this has been kind of my dream. I want to own my own business. I want to start simple and I'm just going to give it as much as it takes. Or did you have a rough idea of, well, if it fails within this timeline, this is kind of normal or, or I should expect it. Like, how, how did you even approach the all right, I'm, I'm in my beginning stage now. This is what I'm hoping to see, but this is what I'm expecting to see. What's that balance look like? All right, well, so um, pretty much when I first started it, um, you know, to be honest with you, I thought that it was going to be a, it, it was going to be too much to handle. Uh, you know, okay. so. All right, yeah, good optimism, you know, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, I mean, so I came into it and I was like, you know what, I'm probably going to just like, I am going to be overwhelmed uh, it's going to be too much to handle. And I think that that was the initial fear was that if, if, if I do this and it's too much to handle, you know, and I am not able to, uh, and, and, and like, I am not able to, pro to provide the product that I promised to my customers, then I'm going to fail. And right. Right. So initially I thought I was going to be doing a lot better when I actually started out doing, and like that was my fear. But then once I actually uh, like dove in, and then I realized that things weren't going to move as fast as I thought, uh, that sort of really helped me out a little bit. I said, "Okay, so now I'm going to have ha have a lot more time to you know tweak and peak to really get into the mindset, uh, you know, that I need to be in." in order to face those future challenges. So initially I thought I was going to just be overwhelmed. And, uh, and I'm not saying that I haven't had some moments where I was, wasn't overwhelmed. Uh, but I think like those quiet moments 
actually helped me get into the right frame of mind. So, hmm. Wow. I mean, that's crazy. Again, like I said, man, this is not the norm. I, I mean, maybe it's becoming a good new healthy norm for a lot of entrepreneurs, but to be able to kind of steady yourself and say, okay, this isn't going to kill me. There's going to be times where I'm going to miss the mark, but this just means I have to change course again and try again. Would you would you kind of give some of those attributes that you've developed for your, your new business pursuits from the traits you learned in the military, or is it kind of your personality to begin with when you're in high school? This is kind of who you were. You're always like, well, yeah, I screwed up, but that doesn't mean I'm bad at it. It just means I have to kind of try a different method. Like, how did you kind of learn to hone your mind like that? Uh, I think it was both. Uh, so I think it was mainly just the way how I grew up. Uh, I would say that there were maybe a couple of things that I learned while I was in the Navy as well. Um, sure. You know, and, and so I just looked at like the numerous failures that I've had over the years, you know, in my life, you know, or things that didn't come to me when I wanted them to come to me, you know, such as when I was in the Navy, you know, so just uh, basically waiting several years before I'm promoted, you know, to a certain rank and like seeing other individuals, you know, uh, just move a little bit further ahead than me. And, you know, so I think, sure. so I think like o over the years, just uh, looking at the many uh, times in my life where I've had to wait on something, you know, just sort of, I took those moments and I, and I just brought them, brought them into my business, uh, you know, and I just, just came up with the idea like, hey, you know, this is not going to um, really move as fast as I want it to. Uh, okay. Yeah, because initially I thought that it was going to move very fast. And then when it didn't move as fast it, uh, it, as I thought it was, there was that moment I was like, oh, okay. Um so am I horrible at this? Uh, and then I just, just <laughs> like we all would. Yeah. Right. And so I just kind of just really started to reflect back on, you know, several times in my life where I was, you know, trying to, you know, get something and it wasn't coming to me when I wanted it to. And I just figured, you know, that this, this would be no different. Uh, I mean, in fact, this is probably gonna be even harder than, you know, some of the things that I've had to do. So it's just sort of how I, really got into that frame of mind man that's awesome john that's seriously awesome so let me ask you this then because as we kind of round out this 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 podcast episode again i just want to say again john this this means a lot to me the fact that you're willing to dedicate your time get up brutally early in the morning like i just so you guys know i believe john you're 16 or 15 hours ahead how many hours ahead are you of me i believe 16 16 because i remember when you had originally arranged my time mountain standard time here in in calgary alberta canada i was like you know what time works best for you i was willing to do like a midnight podcast i was willing to do whatever and you're like um you know 3 p.m works for me and i was like okay so i'm like doing my math and i'm like okay what time would that mean i have to do it and i'm like all right no that's that's probably fine i could work no problem this would be this time my time and you're like oh no 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 your time i'll i'll do it i'll figure it out i'm like oh my gosh john that's amazing and then you freaking texted me and you're like actually how does 1 p.m sound rather than three so you got up earlier to do this so that means a lot to me just want to let you guys all know again for the restaurants podcast this man is hardcore and he's just a gracious guy um, let's quickly talk near, as we round this kind of out, give me the family dynamic. I mean, you don't, there's no personal identities or anything like that if you're not comfortable with it, but you know, your, your wife, your kids, 
in Japan, your journey through the military, how has that all been? And then telling your spouse, honey, I also have a dream of, of the shop and trying to juggle everything. How, how does this all look to us from the outside in there, John? Oh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I guess so. Uh, yeah, so pretty much, of course, you know, so I got my wife and I have my two daughters over here with me. Uh, and then, awesome. of course, the rest of my family, they're all in Georgia. Um, so I, I don't know. I, it, it's, um, I think that it's, I think that the idea right now is so simple that it's not really shaking up my family in terms of my wife, and my kids, you know, because, you know, uh, I mean, cause of course, so it's not like I'm, you know, in like a private plane every day or, <laughs> or anything like that. You know? <laughs> I mean, Living the dream. Absolutely. Exactly. You know, so it's just sort of this simple sort of idea that I have, you know, started to incorporate to my life. So it's not really, um, it's not really becoming something that is so overwhelming to where it's noticeable to them that is, you know, really changing the family dynamics. Um, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then let me ask you this then. My, my good friends, they're, they're going to ask because they're going to listen to this. As soon as I told them, just so you guys all know, this has been, what would you say, John? Maybe like a couple of months in the works? Maybe the entire summer? I don't know. Like it's, we've we've kind of had to push some dates around and stuff like that. But this has been a long time yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and my my good friends just went to Japan. Ooh, I think earlier this year. Okay. And they they fell in love. Obviously, they they come from Canada. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is everything we wanted. They're they're huge. She was taking Japanese courses in in college just to kind of, or she took some. Uh, night classes rather to learn uh, Japanese just because she wanted to and they they absolutely loved the culture it was just a lot of fun from from a tourist perspective but when I told them that I was interviewing you know a, a gentleman who's in Japan starting a business and they're like whoa Japan it's amazing what's the dynamic though of living there because obviously from my understanding maybe I'm wrong I thought it was really hard to get permanently like in a permanent residency in Japan but also how is it raising two girls and how is it being a, a American unit in Japan or, you know, how, how is this all looking? Well, I think for me, it's easier because I am married to a Japanese national. Hey, there you go, John. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I mean, but I've seen, uh, several, uh, foreigners, I guess, if, if, if you want to call them that, um, come out sure. here and sure. they live a, a pretty decent life. I mean, obviously, every, everyone likes to make the joke that, like, a lot of them, they teach English, which which is true, you know, so you do see a lot of foreigners out here that teach English. Um, sure. Uh, but for me, I think it's becoming a lot easier for someone from a different country to come into Japan and, and you know, and to live over here, you know, uh, uh, you know, and, and have a pretty successful life uh yeah but uh i was I, I would say that a lot of the credit to me being able to do what i'm doing is the fact that i am married to a, a japanese national but like not to say that you know people should start flocking out here and like marrying japanese nationals you know in order to uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> read all about it. Yeah, the restaurant's yeah. controversial podcast. That's, no, no, no. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, though, but I think it's fairly easy for someone to come out here and to live uh, a pretty comfortable life. Um, there's a huge push uh, here to get a lot of foreigners out here, um, you know, for several okay. different reasons. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, well, how is the culture for you then? Obviously, you married a Japanese national. Yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. But you obviously, like you said, the Navy kind of helped you adapt and be adaptive to different surroundings, different cultures. Yeah. But do you often ever try to see what your business experimentation can be in Japan or it's just worked out where you're like, all right, I, I fell in love. I'm raising a good family. This this makes sense. And it's an easy base for me to operate from. It seems to me like, especially as I go back to your website, you know, you're, you're kind of just you're shooting everywhere. I mean, I've got the I see the currency button. You know, we got U.S., Canadian, I believe Australian and Japanese. So you're you're obviously trying to wide reaching. Yes. Right. But how is it culture day to day for John going out on the street, grabbing a coffee? Or is it did you have to kind of change your Georgian ways a little bit to make the best of both worlds? I'm I'm just genuinely curious. This isn't particularly about the business or anything. I'm just curious. Well, yeah. Um, so. Um, for me, growing up. So I lived in Georgia my entire life. I only left the state uh, maybe a couple times, you know, for various different reasons. So making a move all the way to here, you know, to Japan well, was very huge. And it was something that I chose to do, you know. So um, hmm. for one thing, when you're uh, getting your orders, you know, pretty much initially when you join the military, uh, there is some sort of choice involved. So they gave me like a couple uh, places where I could go. Uh, one was that I can get orders to California, I can go to Hawaii, or I can go to Japan. Oh, man, John. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yep. And I chose Japan. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. So, uh, I would say making those sort of decisions was probably has always been really just ingrained in me because everyone tells me that I'm crazy and I should have went to Hawaii and, you know, but for me, I was like, you know what, I'm trying to get as far as away from home as possible. And I ended mm. up choosing orders to Japan and I got out here. It was a totally, totally different sort of just thing for me. And I, I, I kind of just, just grabbed it by the horns and just sort, sort of said, you know, that I'm going to, you know, just really figure this out. And so I ended up loving it out here. Uh, and I think I loved it because it was so different. And then like, mm. after a while, it stopped being different. It just started being normal. And then there was times that I would go back to the States and the States felt different, you know? So I would fly back. Really? States, yeah. You know, and I felt sort of out of place, you know, and you know, pretty much in, in, in like my old country. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess like right now at this phase, it's just that Japan feels so normal for me that uh, I don't really notice any differences anymore. Uh, and then when I go back to my home country, I'm like, wow, I'm like, this place is different. <laughs> so. Wow, man. Wow. So you, you kind of had the right, I wouldn't say it's just personality, but the kind of the right character to be like, well, I'm a man of adventure. I mean, obviously it kind of is reflective in your, your business entrepreneurial startup where you're like, Hawaii, California, Japan. You know, Japan. Yeah. 
it's the farthest one. That's the most exotic. And then you get there and you just kind of like integrate. And you're like, oh, man, this is so cool. I know a lot of people wouldn't even dream of touching it. I, I really like the vibe, John, if you want to call it that. That seems a little bit you know, a little bit casual on my end, but it, the kind of the demeanor that you carry yourself with is kind of like, like you said at the very, very beginning, you know, life is too short, take the shot. Mm -hmm. And at least you'll know you've tried to live life to the fullest. You're going to make mistakes fall on your face sometimes, but you're going to get the most out of it. So I want to, I want to do you a solid because again, this, this has been so special just to even communicate with you. It's such a cool thing. I feel like this is the coolest um, opportunity, one of the coolest opportunities I've gotten to do as, with the Russ Rants podcast is be able to meet so many different people and just hear their story. Because if you can make it a safe place, you know, people aren't afraid to kind of say, well, sure, I'll tell who I am and stuff like that, John. So again, really appreciate it. But, you know, let's 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 kind of give a little bit of a, a, a Russ Rant support to your, your business. So I want you to quickly tell us some of your favorite, uh, just so you go, warning, warning to all the listeners, okay? I'm serious. Bring up your phone really quickly or go on your computer Go to www dash uh, or dot uh, assortment dash gallery dot com. Just look at some of the his really cool products here. But what are some of your favorites? Because it's not just clothing. It's not just hats, which is what caught my eye. I'm a hat guy. I told you that. But what's what's kind of some of your favorite products that you like to offer besides all of them, obviously, but some ones you'd want to bring to people's attention. How does shipping work? How smooth is the process? I want you to kind of just walk us through the process before we end the restaurants podcast, just so we can kind of show your, your business's kind of potential and everything to those that are listening in case they're curious. All right. Okay. So, uh, just for your, uh, again, so the website is www.assortment-gallery.com. Uh, um, so on the website, so uh, obviously Russ already mentioned uh, that I have uh, shirts, uh, I have hats, uh, I have some watches, uh, I mean, which are my personal favorites because I'm a watch uh, person. Uh, yeah, watch people. You know, uh, I am a watch guy, you know, so I definitely wanted to make sure that I had, you know, some watches. Um, the shirts are also my personal favorite because they're sort mm -hmm. of my original uh, collection, my original lineup, uh, and those shirts, they have the logo on it. Okay. Um, also I am a glasses person too. So I have some glasses on there as well. I, I mean, obviously the name says it is assortment gallery. So I want to have a huge assortment of just different items and I'm going to have a whole lot more in the uh, coming months. So Oh man! Uh, pretty much go on the website, and uh, when you're ordering, so I take PayPal, uh, credit cards, you know, just typical um, methods of payment that you would be able to use at any uh, website. Uh, shipping, yeah. Uh, under most cases, you'll get your product uh, anywhere between two to two and a half weeks. Very so right. fast. Okay. Uh, and for customer support, uh, the website has a built-in uh, customer support link. Click on it. Uh, any questions that you have are normally answered within the uh, first 24 hours. Oh, man. 
Awesome. And like you said, the shipping, fantastic. And something you actually brought to my attention, too, when I was first reaching out to you, you said, I also like to give first-time shoppers the opportunity for a discount. So if I'm not mistaken, forgive me, John, if I'm over-speaking, oh. but I believe when you start shopping, it gives you the opportunity at the very beginning on your very first purchase for a, a discount. Is that correct? Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, pretty much first-time shoppers, you get a 10% discount. Okay. Uh, and the discount uh, code is going to be a sort 10 off. Uh, and I give it to everyone. It's not something that I'm going to get rid of at all. It is going to be there during the entire life of the company. Uh, and so that's just a way for me to uh, thank, uh, you know, my customers for, you know, really taking their time out, you know, to really come to my store and to really purchase an item. So you get a 10% discount uh, on your first uh, time there. Oh frick, man! I I love it. I love it, John. Perfect. Well, let me ask you this then. You like I'm always just shocked when you when you find amazing and interesting people with a good heart, good mentality, and they're trying to do good in life and and really live their life to the fullest. It's it's crazy how fast time flies, especially for me. Like I love this. I love talking. You've been so gracious with your time, John. Any final thoughts, comments, whether you're addressing the listeners of the Russ Rants podcast or, uh, you know, talking to potential first-time customers, whatever you want to say, I always try to give our guests kind of the final, the floor, just to say something that they, they, whatever, meaningful or on your mind, on your heart, whatever. What would be some final thoughts that you'd leave with the Russ Rants listeners uh, and people that are interested in your brand or just people that are interested in your story? Well, uh, if I could just leave with anything. Uh, so I think that during this conversation, it sort of has helped me to reflect back on the reason why I started doing what I was doing and the reason why I'm continuing to keep mm. uh, doing it. So if I could leave the listeners with anything is that if you have a dream um, and you're trying to do something either to better yourself or your family or just the world in general, uh, you know, just, just keep moving, you know, so just keep moving. Hmm. You know, forward. Uh, if you find yourself having to take some breaks along the way, that's perfectly fine. All right. Uh, but don't just sit in one place. Keep moving. Uh, don't think that you have to do um, a lot in a very short period of time. It's, it is perfectly fine to do a little bit along the way. Just Just keep moving forward. Oh, man. I love it. I love it, John. Uh, everyone, again, Russ Rants podcast listeners, John Overstreet, uh, what an absolute pleasure. I, I thank you again very much for your, your donation of time. Uh, Assortment Gallery, check them out. They've been established since 2017. Again, you can find them at www.assortment-gallery.com. Heck, put in their customer or contact us. Uh, just say, hey, I listened to the podcast. John, your story was awesome. Give them a shout. Seriously, honestly, just let them know that you, you heard his story. You appreciate him. They've got phenomenal products and it sounds like a phenomenal customer service. I, myself, definitely am going to give them a look. This is definitely stuff that I'm interested in. Everything from the three-quarter sleeve shirts uh, to the hoodies to the hats. I mean, heck, the two-in-one multifunctional laptop briefcase and backpack that is my jam. You're speaking my nerdy language there, John, and yet it looks so sleek. I love it. So um, give them a shout-out, guys. Seriously, again, you can find them on Instagram, which is Assortment Gallery. Um, just And just like I said, don't hesitate to contact John and tell him what a great job uh, he's doing. Give him some encouragement. Uh, John, 
seriously, such a pleasure, such a dynamic. I'm so grateful. I wish you the very best in Japan. And let's not leave this at just a one-off. If down the road you want to give us a check-in on your business, I just wanted to say it right now at the end of the episode here. You are welcome back anytime. Anytime you've got any special thoughts or you want to give kind of an update on how you're doing, I invite you back so you have an open invitation. Awesome. Thank you. Okay? Thank you, Russ. Awesome. All right, everyone. Well, then, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Russ Rants Podcast. Again, you can even leave your own questions, comments uh, on my own platform. You can find me at Russ Rants on Instagram, Russ Rants number one on Twitter, or you can email me directly at russrantsreal at gmail.com. It has been a pleasure. As always, guys, be nice to one another and have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Russ Rants Podcast. Feel free to like and subscribe to support. I love hearing from you, so make sure you send me any feedback and show ideas at russrantsreal at gmail.com. You can find me at Twitter at russrants1 and Instagram at russrants. Thanks so much, and I hope to see you next time. Seriously, take care. Bye-bye.